You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Morning, Gord. How are you going? Give us the, give us the, um, the scene set, would you? Where are you? Weather and track conditions, please. Well, like, uh, uh, you've really talked me in there. Like, here he is. He's at the golf, and I'm currently in my hotel room in uh, in Queenstown. Um, obviously, you can imagine from the uh, the news of uh, what's happening to the newsroom at News Hub. There were quite a few beverages had last night, so uh, there's a bit of <laughs> dust to settle this morning. But hey, look, that's nothing that a wee run across the river down to Frankton and back couldn't fit. So, mate, I am good to go for the golf today. This is one of the it's one of the weeks, one of the great weeks in the South Island. Got to tell you, down there at Millbrook the last couple of days, beautiful sunshine. You've got the Remarkables in the background. And look, some pretty darn good golfers as well. And I think this is the year. You've got to remember, it's not since 2017 that a Kiwi's actually won our home open. Like We, we should be up in arms about this, but it's just that's how good some of the Aussies are and some of those Asian tour players because... If you look at the field and you're trying to pick a winner, you're going to go, personally, I think Kazuma Kabori is the way to go. He's, I mean, three of his last five tournaments he's won. The others, I think he finished a tie for third and a tie for 10th. The kid's in remarkable form. He's an absolute star of the future. Uh, He'll be in the DP World Tour by the end of the year, and he's probably destined for the PGA Tour one day. you got Daniel Hillier. Uh, you know, regular on the DP World Tour. He's the highest-ranked player coming into the tournament. Ben Campbell, he's finished runner-up twice. He's the local hope, the Queenstown. Everyone wants him to win. Uh, and then there's, of course, the feel-good story of Michael Hendry, who uh, has been through a remarkable 12 months, who's uh, now looking in the all-clear um, from his cancer treatment. Uh, uh, no leukemia showed up on his last biopsy. So a real feel-good story. You'd love to see him win a second New Zealand Open. But... With how many good Aussies, how many good Asian tour players are in the field, even though, you know, they, they may be lower ranked with just the sheer number of those players there. And, you know, that's how golf works. You're only going to have one, one guy that has four days of his life and, and he wins the thing. Well, just like you, um, remarkably, Kazuma Kabori is off to a sluggish start. He's even through three. I can't believe I've given you the big wind-up. Professionalism personified, just fights through adversity, would have been up there for the ceremonial first tee-off, and you, you, you're, you've got the dust settling in your hotel room in Queenstown. Uh, unbelievable. I, 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 wish I'd, I wish I had known. I, I almost, I'm almost kicking myself. I, I should have known. Look, it was like I, ne- I neglected look, I- the form book. I could have faked it for you, mate, and, uh, you know, just been looking at the uh, scores on my phone and, 
made a bit of wind <laughs> noise in the background. You know, so I think just a wee southwesterly blowing down here on the uh, third hole of the coronet course, Louis, where uh, oh, I can tell you Kazuma's uh, just teed off into the rough. But it just wouldn't feel authentic. No, uh, that's what we want, authenticity. Good. So uh, you make you make a very good point around the way that this field has come together and the reason it's such a... It's such an important event for a few different people for a number of reasons. Obviously, Ryan Fox isn't there, and no one's holding that against him. But I think for the last wee while, and I know you think about this stuff a lot because you love your golf, for the last 18 months, it feels like. It might be slightly longer than that. But we have seen the, the level underneath the top guys, Ryan Fox. So I'm kind of thinking the Dan Hilly is down. We have seen um, some really, really good results across the different tours around the world, kind of bolstering our depth of professional golfers. And I think then you look at the younger crew, the Kazuma Kaboris, the Josh Bai, who I know is down there this weekend as well, um, that kind of Eisenhower Trophy team. There is a real depth that's starting to build, especially on the men's side of New Zealand golf, which you're going to see this weekend at this tournament, which is kind of um, really, really exciting because there's no reason we shouldn't be able, with our topography and the country's landscape, to have and have a number of um, PGA Tour-level golfers at any one time. So I think it's a really important and celebrated time for New Zealand golf. Absolutely, Lou. And, and I think... You know, without completely getting ahead of ourselves, uh, we could be heading into a golden era. You know, you've seen it in the past, you know, where, where Australia's had a similar thing where they've had, you know, three or four guys that are in the top 50 in the world. Um, you, as you say, you've got your Kazuma Kaboris coming through, your Dan Hillier's, Joshua Byers, a great one, I think. Um, you know, what's he's 16, 17, looks destined for great things. And Cooper Moore's another one, a, a young 15-year-old out of Christchurch who um, is progressing really well. So, look, it would be great if in four, five, six years' time to have three or four regulars on, on the PGA Tour, which would be something we've never seen before. But I think the way things are tracking, there's no reason it can't happen. And, and it would be great for our golf, but the thing would be get those players back to the home open. We used to see it with, you know, your Turners and your your Michael Campbells, your Nobolos. Those guys would always come back. So we just need to find a way to to get Ryan Fox to, to give up a week off the PGA Tour to come back. I know they were actually looking at getting Danny Lee back for this one. And from all accounts, from what I've heard, if there wasn't a clash on the Live Tour, he was actually going to come and play at Millbrook this week. Wow, and I and I know and I know speaking to Mike Glading as well that um, Cam Smith was in that similar boat, and and he was a guy where um, he cut his teeth down here, and, and that's actually where he, he met his longtime caddy. I'm fairly sure I got the story right. Sam Pinfold, who's a Kiwi who has been on his bag ever since. They got paired up together at the New Zealand Open, and I know that these guys they think so highly of the Open. If they can make it work, they want to come back as you say, with Danny Lee. So, yeah, just a bit of finagling of the um, the calendar. It's it's just not really it's just not really in um, the, the sort, you know, glading in Hart's hands, is it? It's kind of at higher levels if it can kind of just fall into the right place. But uh, th- what those guys can control is the prize money. And am I right in thinking it goes up to $2 million, It's a $2 million purse this year, which is a, a kind of a record-breaking um, figure? Yeah, it's not a bad number, is it? Um, I'm sure whoever walks away the winner this weekend won't be complaining. Um, but you're right, it's just, 
as as is the case with anything in New Zealand, it's it's, it's sadly the logistics of getting here. Um, mm. Because for most tours on the world, we are you know the the opposite side of the globe. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's the same with the tennis and everything. We kind of have to fit around the the the, uh, the schedule of the bigger events. Uh, Brett Coletta, who has been also on fire on that Australian Webex tour, uh, he is leading away. He's, he's, he's gone two under to this point. Brady Watt, another... Oh, there's four Australians currently just right there. Denzel Iremia, he's one under, so he's going pretty good as well. Um, it, uh, and he's a, he's another talent who's just been right there for a long period of time. So we're very much in the early stages. They've only been playing for about an hour twenty. The early, um, the the guys that went out nice and early. So we'll keep an eye out for that, and we'll also keep an eye across Izzy Dag. He's he's had a couple of pretty average performances. Um, when he's when he's dabbled into the pro am sort of sphere, so hopefully uh, Daggy he can he can lift his performance and enhance his reputation a little bit this time around. I know he's taking it very seriously, so we'll keep an eye on that. Gord, I know you you've got you've got big stuff to uh, a big day to do with the golf, but uh, the you'll be probably keeping your eye across the cricket. I can imagine, or you might even have an earpod into SCNZ's uh, Test cricket commentary throughout the day. Where, where are you at mentally? Are you in you know well, just a a, re- a really sane place about this Test series? Or are you a little bit sketchy? Uh, my, my heart tells me, yes, we can do it. But my, um, the thing upstairs says, no, probably not. Um, funnily enough, uh, talking about the, the pro-am players, the likes of Izzy Dag, uh, my plan for the afternoon was actually just to, uh, follow the group that Ricky Ponting's in. Um, I believe he's actually in Ash Barty's group as well. And, uh, I imagine he probably, you know, won't be checking his phone regularly. So I was just going to chirp him, um, you know, to say the Aussies have put into that just... Mate, 45 <laughs> for six, not looking good, which may not be the case. You know, the Aussies might be 150 without loss, but uh, Ponting won't know that. And look, all of the heartbreak that he gave me as a child growing up uh, could be put back on him this afternoon, I think. Well, you could do that. I mean, there's something you could definitely do there with Flem as well. You could be tracking, you could be giving them updates throughout the afternoon, trying to get a little bit of cricket commentary out of them. Um, yeah, the the cricketers love it down there. So, uh, Ian Botham, Beefy, he's he's been like a, a resident of the pro am. I, I feel keep like the he... man away. Can't keep the man <laughs> away. I've seen him uh, getting around on a uh, on a few golf carts uh, in the last couple of days. Um, I think he might be one of the few guys that actually gets around on those rather than walking the track. And I can I can tell you, it's it, it's definitely the way to go. Um, the John Daly you know, treatment. And, yeah, it is the John Daly treatment. You know, a man nicknamed Beefy <laughs> can understand um, why he might need that. Um, but you're right, the cricketers love it. They absolutely love it. I know, um, you know, R.I.P. Warney, he used to be a big fan of the NZ Open as well. Um but look, let's, let's hope that it's another kind of cricket that is is taking uh, our attention today. I think you've you've got to hope that we can put them in, and it's a basin wicket that, as it typically does, really yeah. does a lot. Really yeah. does a lot um, because I think getting through that Aussie top order very early is the only way we can do it. We've got to knock them over really cheaply. Uh, in their first innings, and then even from there, it's it's, it's still no easy task. Uh, you, you're right, and it, they've had the covers on up until about half an hour ago because it's been drizzling in Wellington as it tends to do. So it would have been sweating 
Um, we're going to need this toss. We are going to need this toss, absolutely. So we'll, we'll have uh, obviously a, a, either a high of emotion or a low of emotion at about 20 to 11. You'll hear it on SCNZ live here. And, Gord, before I let you crack on with your day, mate, um, there's a, apparently an absolute moral place bet this weekend at Wingatui. Oh, I'm very glad you uh, you. Put that up, Louis. Yeah. Um, old Justin Ace running in, um, I believe the race is just called Spates. Uh, not even like the Spates, <laughs> you know, sprint or just literally Spates, uh, which is outstanding. Um, yeah, I so are you going to duck before. across? Hey? Are you going to be able to duck across? I mean, it's it's 2.23 in the Arvo, so... <laughs> it's it's too it's too much logistics. But the the one thing I am really glad about is uh, one of my good pals who um, has a share in Justin Ace as well. He's um, he's ducking up from uh, from Winton for the day to to join me at the golf. So we'll be there probably phones out screaming home Justin Ace to hopefully run one better than second or third. I know you always place better and you always walk away with money, Louis. But um, I'm more of a on the nose man. You know I think. Uh, Place bets are for cowards, um, so I'll be I'll be on the nose again and probably regretting it when he limps in for a second or third. But uh, so he's playing this two dollars is... for a place. Is that is that still enough for you, or is that getting a a, a bit tight? This is you are you're giving me PTSD slash flashbacks to working with bears. Always on the nose, never on the tail, and then always having a whinge on Monday morning when he's done his ass. So it's like you know that there is a thing called each way all day. You can have your you can have your twenty five on the four eighty. You can also have your twenty five on the two dollars, and then when he ru- invariably runs third, you get your money back, and you got to have the thrill of it. So look, I'm just imparting wisdom. You uh, you do with that with what you will, but good luck for just. An ace, mate, and um, in all seriousness, yesterday was a, it was a, actually it was a dark day for for New Zealand journalism, and and just in the sporting space, the work that blokes like yourself, um, Ollie, Chappie, Gords, the, the plenty of guys that have, and women that have gone before you there at TV Three, um, at News Hub, you guys are, are put together as good of a bulletin as we ever have had. So it's just, I know everyone's said it a million times yesterday, but it was a real disgrace and um, I don't know what can happen, but uh, I think collectively we're kind of in agreement. apart from there's a few cookers out there that were kind of taking enjoyment out of it. Um, but I don't know how many people are listening to them. It was just a, it was a pretty sad day. So it's good to hear you keeping your chin up and you uh, managed to have a couple of those spates uh, yesterday and you get to enjoy the golf this weekend because you do good work, mate. No, thanks, Louis. Really appreciate that. Um, yeah, look, I'm staying upbeat. Go Justin Ace on Saturday, and it's going to be a heck of a time at the 19th hole for the rest of the week.